At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now, the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. Hope you all had a very merry Christmas and... For those of you out here on the West Coast, you still have a few hours of Christmas left, and hopefully your holiday season is going well. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and we've got tremendous three hours coming up for you, recapping all that we've seen the last really 48 hours in the NFL. Since most of the games took place on Saturday, we had some fascinating games on Sunday with some big-time playoff implications, and we're going to be talking about all that and so much more with our three guests tonight. Joining me in about 15 minutes, we've got Dave Tooley. He does a great job being able to gauge everything that we are seeing in the sports betting world and pretty much every single market as we're going to be taking a look at all that we saw in terms of this Sunday slash Saturday in the NFL, how the underdogs did, and we need to get a little bit of an update in terms of the Circus Survivor Contest as well because there are very, very few survivors still out there, so... We're going to be talking about that with Dave in about 15 minutes. It's something else that he does a really good job of is while we're all reacting to everything that we've seen in the NFL the last 48 hours, while we're taking a look at just everything that we got in general, he's looking forward to these look at lines for week 17. So we're going to be turning it forward with him. In our number two, we've got the 2020 Westgate Super Contest champion, David Baker, is going to be joining me. Get his thoughts on everything that we saw in a very wild day in the NFL, in which you see all three underdogs cover. You were only able to get the outright win with the L.A. Rams, and then you also had the Green Bay Packers get the job done. So 
We're going to be talking about that with him and so much more. And then Albert Wynn, better known as the analytics capper, he's going to be joining me. We're going to get a little bit of Monday Night Football with Albert Wynn as well. And here in our number one, we are going to be hitting on some Monday Night Football. Fortunately, not going to have any college basketball for you. It is the holiday season. And as we know, with just college in general, a lot of kids out on campus. It's winter break for many of them. And hopefully you are all having a great break as well, as I know that a lot of workplaces, they are closed for the holidays the next few weeks, or the next few days, I should say, next few weeks would be a little bit more of the college sort of thing. But that said, I know that there are some of you that are still out there. I know that being someone that has aunts and uncles that do farming, that never takes a break. There are many of you that do things like Uber driving. I know that I have a few truckers that listen to this show. Nurses, you can never take time off in terms of healthcare. And I salute every single one of you that are working on this holiday weekend. And credit where credit is due. It says a Greg Peterson experience on here. It is currently 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific. And we've got a great crew that they have come in on this holiday night to be able to help you guys out. Jason Kahn, most amazing producer in the business. Somehow, someway was able to find a few folks that were not currently celebrating the holiday to be able to come on this show. He was able to book up a nice guest list for me tonight. You got to give a lot of credit to him. He always works so hard and provided pizza for the crew. So shout out to him for that as well. Taylor, my audio engineer, whether you're listening on visa.com, iHeartRadio app, Terrestrial Radio, what have you. He's got you guys all covered there. And then everything that you're seeing on screen, the Greg Peterson experience and all those lovely graphics. That is courtesy of Dakota and you're going to be able to listen to every single hour of this show on replay as well. That is courtesy of our good friend, Sean, who flew in literally during the middle of the afternoon. He came over from JFK all the way to Las Vegas just to be able to be on time for work. I mean, we've got a very hardworking crew here and a happy holidays. Um, that's the best gift that I could ever get, just working with so many good people. And always be thankful for everything that you've got. And, also be thankful if you did not bet on the uh, Miami Dolphins. I was one of those people I did. It was looking very good for me. And I'm someone from the great state of Wisconsin. So I faded my home state team. And that was relatively brutal as we saw the Green Bay Packers be able to rally by a count of 26 to 20. And I'll lend a little bit more reaction and just give you guys a little bit of a look as to what we're getting in terms of some of these futures as well. Because there's now some very, very lively Divisional odds as well. If you're taking a look at, oh, I don't know, the NFC South, as that is very hot and heavy right now. The AFC South, as that is now very up for grabs, which, by the way, Jacksonville Jaguars are now minus 225 in that market as well. But I think that really the biggest thing that we saw in terms of the NFL from Sunday, I know that there were some NBA reactions as well. Jason Tatum, he was able to tear it up as the Boston Celtics were able to get a big win over the Milwaukee Bucks. We're going to be talking about that throughout the next three hours here on the show. But biggest thing we really saw was what we saw in Miami. The Green Bay Packers, they keep all hope alive. And I mean, this is something that the Packers have done before. And I was very, very skeptical of the Green Bay Packers this last week. I didn't think that they'd be able to cover this game. But the more you look at it, the more it's hard to doubt this Green Bay Packers team as we have seen Aaron Rodgers with R-E-L-A-X in the past. I remember he needed to run the table a few years ago just to be able to get in the playoffs. From there, the Green Bay Packers make the NFC Championship game. And under Matt LaFleur, I know that it's not necessarily the world's greatest sample size, but 
Green Bay Packers have not lost a game in December under him, and that is not going to be coming to an end because their next game is going to be on the 1st of January against the Minnesota Vikings. But I do think that it becomes so intriguing as to what we're going to be getting in that game because for the Green Bay Packers, they're going to need to win their next two games, and they still need, do need a little bit of help to be able to get into the playoffs. But this is a Green Bay Packers team that all of a sudden they've been able to figure out just a little bit of something. One of the most underachieving cores in the NFL, in my opinion, have been the Green Bay Packers defense up until this most recent run. They have now given up 20 points or fewer in each other last three weeks, now doing it against a more legit offense in the Miami Dolphins. So we can now question the legitimacy of this Miami Dolphins offense. And we can question whether or not the Dolphins are going to be able to get in the playoffs as well, because this was very telling for both teams. For Aaron Rodgers, he's been trying to make lemonade out of lemons all season long as the wide receiver core has not been great, but now he's got Alan Lazard and Christian Watson to be able to rely upon. And for the Miami Dolphins, they're getting exposed right now. And it's a big reason why you don't want to get overly invested after about a half a season or so. Because the Miami Dolphins, they were looking like the hottest thing since sliced bread. They were coming out. They were winning every single game in which Tua was starting for them. And... Ever since they have hit a little bit of a snag with regards to their schedule in general, things have went way downhill for them because you just take a look at the wins that the Miami Dolphins have been able to acquire, and really they've been able to knock off two good teams this season, and they were both in strange circumstances. They come back from down 21 points on the road against the Ravens. You have to go all the way back to week two, by the way. It almost feels like ancient history. They have that strange game in which they're able to pull off the win against the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills were all sorts of banged up in that game. And now you just take a look at their recent results. They lost to the Minnesota Vikings when they were without Tua Tagovailoa, but now against legitimate teams on the road against the 49ers, Chargers, Bills. They lose all those games, and now they fall to the Green Bay Packers. And you can tell that Tua has just not been able to play well under the stress. Now, Credit where credit is due for him in that game against the Buffalo Bills. That was not on him. That was not on him at all. That was actually a very good performance. He was playing in adverse conditions that he's not necessarily used to. But, man, you've got to be just wondering right now if the Miami Dolphins are going to be able to recover and if they're going to be able to make the postseason because that AFC playoff picture it is now all sorts of out of sorts because we were thinking that there was a possibility that all four teams from the AFC East we're going to be getting into the playoffs. And it's something that I've been talking about quite a bit on this show. Now, you have a possibility of one of those teams being able to get in the playoffs. You probably should be able to get in, too, unless if the Tennessee Titans or the Pittsburgh Steelers somehow, some way, are able to get one of those wildcard spots. Which, by the way, if you're looking for just great Christmas stories in general, the Pittsburgh Steelers, what they were able to do on Christmas Eve, winning by a count of 13-10 to 10 on the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, which... By the way, the end score of the Immaculate Reception game 50 years ago, 13 to 10 against the Oakland Raiders. I mean, if that's not full circle, I don't know what is. So that was nice to be able to take a look at over the weekend. But that said, you just take a look at everything that we're getting in the NFL right now, and it's just all sorts of crazy. And I think the biggest thing that we could do right now in the NFL is look at old reliable. Now, you don't want to be necessarily banking on some of these guys putting up the gaudies of sets because we noticed it with Aaron Rodgers, with Tom Brady on Sunday. They really didn't do the world's greatest job in terms of some of their player props. Neither of these guys was able to throw for multiple passing touchdowns, but when the going got tough, the Green Bay Packers, they were able to pull it out. 
a game that we just saw a few minutes ago before I came on air for this live show. If you're listening to a replay, it happened a little bit ago. But that said, the Arizona Cardinals blowing a 10-point lead against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that is always something that you've got to question when you've got a legendary quarterback on your side, or I wouldn't even say a legendary quarterback, but a guy with a relatively solid track record. It's hard to be able to keep these guys down, and we notice it. In the NFL, it is sort of a coming-of-age sport. We really don't see a lot of guys in year number two, year number three, be able to pull off that Super Bowl title. Typically, you need to have gone through the rigors once or twice to be able to ascend, to be able to reach that point. Patrick Mahomes, a little bit of an exception to the rule. And with Patrick Mahomes, he's undoubtedly the best player in the world right now, in my opinion. And it's just mine, but... You just take a look at what we got in the NFL on Sunday, and it really does speak to these guys being able to come through in big spots. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers looked all sorts of sad all night long. They pull it off against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Green Bay Packers, it looked like their season was done. They were down by 10 points against the Miami Dolphins. Guess who made the mistakes? The little bit more unproven, the wily Miami Dolphins. Meanwhile, you knew exactly what you were going to be able to get out of Aaron Rodgers in crunch time. He didn't necessarily have the same weapons that Tua did, but he had the far better results. And that is really the biggest takeaway from me. In order to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, as Ric Flair once said. And the champs, or the former champs, I should say, in a little bit of a better light, they were able to get the job done. And we do have a champion that is going to be coming on this show in about five or so minutes. That would be Dave Tula. He does absolutely amazing work here at the network. We saw a lot of Circa Survivor entries not survive. And... It is now getting very interesting for what is going to be a big payout for someone. We're going to be talking about that, how the underdogs all perform this weekend in the NFL, and so much more next here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSEN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers and cold art cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season to get your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better, 21 years or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as per usual, please see drink responsibly. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Dave Tooley. He is such a hardworking man. He is. Come on with me here on Christmas Eve as he's here at VEASAN taking a look at every single betting market on the face of planet Earth and does a great job keeping up with everything that's happening in the football world. And Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Happy holidays to you. Oh, happy holidays to you. Uh, underdogs went 3-0 against yes. Fred uh, on Christmas Day. So, yeah, Merry Christmas to the dog players. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's uh, uh, again, just you know, a wild holiday weekend. And, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of family, a lot of uh, food, but lot, the other F, a lot of football. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, before about, you know, Circus Survivor. That's, uh, that's just as crazy to follow as just the NFL games themselves. Absolutely. First things first, I knew that you'd be very chipper coming on the show with the underdogs going 3-0 and in terms of what we saw on Sunday in the NFL. But how did underdogs do overall? Because you, know, you sort of had a feeling that with the elements that – it was going to cause for some wonkiness that there would be more value in taking the points. And overall, I felt like it was a really good week for the underdogs. Uh, yeah, but the dogs are just eight and seven against the spread in week 16 going into the Monday night game. Uh, like I said, yeah, the dogs are three and oh today and the, the, the Jaguars pulled the air right upset as three point dogs, two and a half point dogs against the Jets on Thursday night. But actually on, on Saturday, the, the favorites were actually seven and four against the spread. So, it was uh, it was a little chalky. The the Giants were the only dog that covered in a loss, uh, four and a half point dogs in their twenty seven twenty four loss to the Vikings. But uh, yeah, mo- mo- all the other results were uh, the team that covered won the game outright. And uh, yeah, the the chalks actually came through. You know, a few games uh, like we see every week. You know, back, you know back and forth. You think it's going one way. The Eagles you know, look like they're going to wrap up. Uh, home field and uh, put away the Cowboys with Gardner Minshew, but then the <laughs> Cowboys turned it on and won and covered as four and a half point favorites. So yeah, just a, uh, but yeah, just a great weekend of NFL football. Absolutely. And I was one of those people I was on the Eagles. So I was quite a bit salty about that one, but I have no room to complain as opposed to our good friend, mad dog too. Let's take a look at circuit survivor Ooh. because as we know, Christmas Day was its actually, or I should say Christmas Eve was its own week, and then you pretty much had Christmas Day lingering into Monday night, in which if you survived 
Christmas Eve, you had to make your selections once again. So take us through it because it looked like our good friend Mad Dog 2. I don't know who this person is. If it's related to Chris Mad Dog Russo, I am sorry to you. If it's someone else, I am sorry to you. But I mean, talk about bad beats. This person very nearly won $6 million and it said they are going to be left with probably a drink ticket and nothing else. Well, hopefully they hedged, uh, or as Mike Palm likes to say at Circo, monetize. He doesn't like the word hedge in this situation, but hopefully they monetize in one way or another. But yes, the, the, the game's on Saturday, and you know, for those who don't know, Circus Survivor, yeah, you pick one game, one winner a week, but then um, Circa does a special uh, Thanksgiving week and Christmas week. So the Thursday-Saturday games were, were one week. You had to survive that and then advance to the Sunday-Monday round. So, yeah, there was 14 players coming in the uh, Thursday-Saturday, and almost all of them lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mad Dog got through early on Sunday with the Vikings, which, you know, of course, 27-24 and a 61-yard field goal by Greg Joseph <laughs> to, to, to barely win. And then, but, yeah, the, the five losses to the Lions, three with the Titans, one with the Browns, one with the Jets. So then there was three people with the Steelers on on Saturday night, and if yeah, if the Steelers didn't beat the Raiders, uh, Mad Dog would have won the whole six point one three three million all by himself. But uh, the Steelers came back and won thirteen to ten. So those four advanced to today, and then in the first game today, uh, Mad Dog uh, took the Dolphins against the Packers, and uh, they went down twenty six twenty. So he was the first one eliminated today. Uh, Brown A and Jed. Uh, two players, they, they they both had the Buccaneers tonight, and it, and it was looking like they were going to go down in flames, and, uh, and, and it would have come down to just the enemy within on Monday night, and if the Chargers would have won, uh, he would have won the whole thing, and if not, it would have been a four-way chop. But the Buccaneers rally, so Brownie and Judd advance on the next weekend, and uh, we'll see what, if en- the enemy within can do it uh, tomorrow night. Yep, so if you think that you're having some bad beats, at the very least, you're not Mad Dog 2. And if you're Mad Dog 2 listening to this, I certainly hope that 2023 and beyond lends very, very, very good breaks for you because, boy, (laughs) that's brutal. There's no other way to put it. That is brutal. Yeah, what a roller coaster. And, yeah, I'm just covering it from a journalistic standpoint. Yeah, imagine living it. But, uh, again, hopefully hopefully he uh, was able to squeeze out some profit there. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to look to squeeze out a little bit of profit in terms of Monday Night Football. It is going to be the Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts. And as we're seeing it right now, pretty much every book, they've got the Indianapolis Colts as four-point underdogs. Draws game between 45 and a half. I'm seeing one straight 46 out there, but mostly 45 and a half. Dave, are you going to have any play on this Monday Night game? Yeah, I, was, I already played the Colts earlier in the week at a better number. But yeah, plus four, I think, is still value on the home Monday night football dog. Uh, last time we saw the Colts, they were <laughs> blowing a 33, nothing lead to the Vikings. But I mean, I mean, as, as bad as they played overall this year, and obviously Frank Reich got fired and Jeff Saturday got brought in. Uh, but I mean, you still got to have some talent there to get a 33, nothing lead over anybody. So, I mean, I, I, I think the Colts can definitely play with the chargers here and the, the chargers are a team that we've seen many times over the years. And, and recently, uh, don't fare too well when you put them in that favorite role. Uh, they pushed against the Titans, three-point favorites last time out. Uh, they didn't cover in their um, one-point win against the Cardinals in week 14 as, yeah, two-and-a-half-point favorites. So, yeah, putting them in the favorite role, I'll, I'll take the home dog. 
Yep, and with the Indianapolis Colts as well, they've been wonky to say the least ever since Jeff Saturday has taken over, but we've seen them in the underdog role be able to cover a few of those games with them, so we shall see what happens on this one. And I know that's something that you do a great job of is turning it forward because while we're all taking a look at Week 16, you're trying to be able to extract a little bit of value out of these Week 17 lines. And looks like you have found a little bit of something when the New Orleans Saints hit the road faceoff against the Philadelphia Eagles to officially kick off 2023 with the Eagles being a 6.5-point favorite. Total on this game between 43.5 and 44. What are you going to be playing in terms of this one in terms of Saints versus Eagles? Uh, yeah, I like the Saints as the dog here. Six and a half, plus six and a half on the road. Uh, they, they, yeah, they still trail the uh, uh, Buccaneers by a game. <laughs> they could have been tied for first place in the NFC South if the Buccaneers had lost tonight. But yeah, so they're, they're still playing for their playoff life. And so I think you know they'll, they'll pound they'll pound Taysom Hill. And again, the the Eagles, you know, certainly played well. Uh, against the Cowboys when toe-to-toe with them with Gardner Minshew. But, I mean, they're still not quite the same team. So, again, I think uh, yeah, this, this spread right around a touchdown, uh, I think, is enough to take the, the, the road dog. Yep, and another game that you're taking a look at, this one is going to have big implications in terms of the division. That would be the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. Texans at home. There's a mix of between four and four-and-a-half point lines. They are the underdog. We're going to take a look at here because with the Jacksonville Jaguars, they've been able to do a very solid job for betters in recent weeks. But as we know, this has been more in the underdog role for them. Now they're finding themselves as a road favorite. Right. Exactly the same thing I said about the Chargers. <laughs> uh, again, just, and, you know, also now they're, yeah, they're in that favorite role. And uh, you just don't know if you, you, you can trust them, trust them like that. And meanwhile, the Texans, you know, they almost beat the Cowboys. They only beat, almost beat the Chiefs, and then they, they did beat the Texans. So they're they're playing their their best football of the year. And I, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think you know, fading the uh, the unfamiliar role of favorite for the Jaguars. Um, yeah, I, I would grab the plus four and a half now. I saw five and a half earlier, and so yeah, so it's been coming down. But I, I think that's the right side. Yep, and with the Houston Texans, first win in quite a while for them against a Tennessee Titans team that. They are going to be very interesting to take a look at moving forward. And Dave, I know you're doing a great job of being able to gauge everything that we are getting in the NFL. And I know it's going to be a very exciting next few weeks as we get the playoffs all set and always do appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you. And thank you so much for joining me tonight. All right. Thanks a lot. Good luck, everyone. Dave does absolutely terrific work. Taking a look at everything that we're getting in the NFL world, tracking all that we're getting with the favorites, the underdogs, breakdowns of just everything all season long with these betting splits. And it is going to be interesting because in the next segment, we're going to be continuing the NFL chatter. I'm going to take a look at really these divisions that are still up for grabs, no doubt. Both of the South divisions and the AFC North to a little bit of a lesser extent as well. And the game that Dave was just talking about in terms of the Jags and the Houston Texans, that's going to be playing a little bit of a role in that end. We're going to hopefully get some NFC South features up next, but we do have the rest of the divisional odds and I'll give those to you on the flip side here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook and gear up because it is college bowl season. Log into Bet Rivers every single day and 
on behalf of Bet Rivers. You're able to receive a wager on behalf of them when you place a bet of at least $25. Bet Rivers has the latest lines, odds, and boosts to be able to create a perfect college game day experience. Head on over to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Big thanks to Dave Tooley over here at the network who joined me in the last segment. And was talking about this a little bit earlier, just taking a look at some of these divisional odds. And in the next segment, we're going to be hitting upon Monday Night Football. So we're going NFL heavy here in our number one because we did see some very rambunctious action over the last 48 hours. But that's it. As of right now at, at DraftKings, we are not seeing any odds in terms of Odds to be able to win the a or in terms of odds to be able to win the NFC South just because the Buccaneers game against the Arizona Cardinals that wrapped up 15 20 minutes before I jumped on air so that's a big reason why they're probably going through recalibrating everything but if you're taking a look right now you got a pair of teams that are minus 225 to be able to win their respective divisions in the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC South along the Cincinnati Bengals. Minus 225 over the Baltimore Ravens. And in terms of either of those, if you'd be looking at either, I would say that the Baltimore Ravens, they just don't have a lot of value right now until you know what you're going to be able to get out of that quarterback spot. They are a game back of the Cincinnati Bengals. And in terms of that tie break, that is actually going to be decided on January 8th. And I would say that if you're looking at any of these divisional futures, just because of the way that so many things are shaking out, you probably just want to be taking a look at these respective matchups because I mentioned that the NFC South, yeah, you really don't have any odds that are up right now in terms of odds to be able to win the division, and you could see things go a little bit haywire, but the Carolina Panthers, guess who their next opponent is? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers win that game. They've got the division. You don't have to fuss with anything else. If you're looking at a Tampa Bay Buccaneers odds to be able to win the division prop, you might as well just take the money line in that game. You could still be able to get in if the Buccaneers lose that game and then they win their next game. And then the uh, Carolina Panthers would have to go on the road against the New Orleans Saints and they would have to win that game. But I do think that that would probably be, keep, be keeping things a little bit more simple. And I'm just still not convinced after everything that I've seen that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be able to do so. I know that Russell Gage late in the game, he went down with a little bit of an injury against the Arizona Cardinals. I think that Kyle Rudolph was playing on the line, if I saw correctly, if my eyes weren't deceiving me because he picked up a penalty. And the way that the Carolina Panthers have been rolling, I don't know how they're doing it. That's a little bit of a mystery to me, but maybe they will win three out of their last four games. Now, the Buccaneers and the Seahawks wins a little bit less than impressive. Very, very impressed by what they did against the Tampa Bay Lions or against the Detroit Lions. And then for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and entered having lost three out of their last four games. And they needed overtime to knock off Trace McSorley and the sad, sad Arizona Cardinals, which that's not necessarily a vote of confidence for them. You could also see some very, very far-fetched things like I believe that the Saints are still alive for the division as well if they win out and pretty much everyone else loses out, but that would be a little bit of a long shot in and of itself. But I think that some of these divisional races all of a sudden have gotten very interesting, and I mean, that does pose a question as to what we're all getting this next weekend for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Carolina Panthers line. Right now, I'm seeing at DraftKings, the Panthers are a seven-point underdog. Most other books, I'm seeing a number of six and a half. I know that there's a few question marks, and just watching this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, 
how do you lay between six half and seven points with them at this rate? I know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been getting the bets. They've been getting the money all season long, and they've been coming up safe, guys. Even in this game against the Arizona Cardinals, yeah, they were able to get the outright win, but they weren't able to get a cover in that one. If it wasn't for a few just miraculous drives by Tom Brady, because in their last three wins, I believe that he has led the comeback in two of them. And if you go back to their last four wins, he has had a fourth quarter or overtime comeback in three of them. You've got that Rams game, the New Orleans Saints game that we saw in the very early part of December in primetime, and what we just saw here against the Arizona Cardinals. If it wasn't for Tom Brady, just being able to re-channel his inner magic in the final two minutes of games, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team could potentially be a four-win team. And I don't even say that jokingly. They could easily be a four-win team at this point. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers have actually found a ground game. They trade away Christian McCaffrey, and typically when you are selling off pieces, that means that you're in just disarray in general. And it looked like the Carolina Panthers were. They fire Matt Rule. They get rid of Christian McCaffrey, and all of a sudden, here they are with a chance to be able to make the playoffs. They would have to be the first team I've seen in darn near any sport ever to sell at the trade deadline of their respective sport and make the playoffs. You just don't see it very often, and the Carolina Panthers have really fought for their man, Steve Wilkes. you got to give a lot, of bit of, a lot of credit where credit is due. I mean, they've been mixing and matching with Sam Darnold, who's actually played well. I can't believe I'm saying it, but Sam Darnold has been solid. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions. It's not like he's lighting the world on fire. It's not like he's going down the field and completing 50-yard bombs or anything like that. But you know what? Sam Darnold, he's doing enough to be able to get the job done. He's got that classic stat line of throwing 22, 23, 24 times, completing 60-plus percent of his passes, zero interceptions, 200 or so yards. And matter of fact, he has been averaging about 190 yards per game. So, I mean, he's doing just that, and the ground game has really been able to get it working. Now for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I will say, defense has been horrible for this team. We saw them against the Arizona Cardinals. They were able to do a good job. The only reason why the Cardinals were able to get that lone touchdown is that they had fewer than 35 yards to drive on that. But for the Buccaneers, just so much questionable offense, which Tom Brady, he had a very nice final two minutes of regulation, and he was able to have a nice drive in overtime, but, I mean, the rest of the game, he, he stunk. I wish I could put it any other way, but it's not very good, so I do think that there's a little bit of value there. Now, in terms of the other two divisions, I just think that the Baltimore Ravens are cooked in terms of being able to win this division over the Cincinnati Bengals. For the Bengals, not so savory of a second half against, against the New England Patriots a few days ago, but they were still able to get it done. Joe Burrow, he threw for 375 yards. Needs to cut down on the second half turnovers. But by and large, this is a Bengals team that might be the hottest team in the NFL right now, having gone 11-2 and in their last 13 games. That second half, yep, very fair to be able to call that into question. But by and large, they've been able to do a solid job just time and time again of being able to get it done, get good offensive performances up on the board. And just a big key for them, having Trey Hendrickson, Back in the fold, I feel like he gets very lost in the shuffle with some of the better pass rushers in the NFL. I think that that is a big giant key for the Cincinnati Bengals team. And I mean, with the Baltimore Ravens, you just don't know, for one, when Lamar Jackson is going to be coming back because you figure that it's going to be this week. But I mean, we were saying that last week as well. And for two, if Lamar Jackson is dealing with the injury that we think that he is, 
that's a case where he probably is not going to be 100% when he comes back into the fold. And I think that that's something big that gets lost on a lot of people. So many times when it comes to injury information, people always ask the question of, all right, is player X going to play or not? But sometimes a more proper question isn't whether or not a player is going to play or not, but if this player plays, what percentage is he going to be at? And it's very fair to say that Lamar Jackson, if he does indeed come back for this game against the Steelers on Sunday, he's probably not going to be 100%. But the question is, would he be 90%, 80%, 75%, less than 75%, because he's also a guy that moves around with his feet quite a bit. So you've got to be taking that into account as well. And as we're seeing it right now with the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're right now a bit of an underdog in this game. We shall see where this line moves, but... I am very, very interested as to what we're going to be able to get out of the Baltimore Ravens as between three and a half and four point favorites. And I mean, Tyler Hundley, far from the world's worst quarterback, but it leads to a lot of speculation on this game as we saw the early look at line be more in the neighborhood of six and a half. This thing plummeted between three and a half and four when it was discovered that, yeah, Lamar Jackson might not be quite as healthy as we were led to indicate. And I do think that in terms of the final divisional race, when it comes to the Titans and the Jags, I recognize that the Jags, they don't necessarily have the world's easiest schedule in the world, but at the same time, the Titans, I think that their nickname should be Hickory at this point because I think that their season's now smoked, that Ryan Tannehill is not going to be coming through that door for the team, most likely for the rest of the season. They are going to be hooking up in Week 18, so... Really, if you're taking a look at any sort of divisional future, you probably just want to be highlighting that game. And that's something that you're now able to do with a lot of these because in terms of like the NFC South, for the Carolina Panthers to be able to win the division, they absolutely need to win this upcoming week. For the Titans, in order to be able to win this division, they absolutely need to win that Week 18 game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think that that's really the read that you want to be getting in terms of a lot of these divisional races, just taking a look at the matchups and bet that individual matchups rather than trying to take a future out on it. But we shall see what happens there. And we do have one game left for Week 16 in the NFL. That would be Monday Night Football between the LA Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts. And I'll be previewing that next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You want to know what the gift that keeps on giving is? That would be VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything that we do now through March Madness. Sign up today and you'll also receive $25 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online sport online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access daily to our recap of all the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. Deep dive betting reports plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on every single bowl game. This is a limited to time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through March Madness. That is at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And I mean, that is a good reminder right there. If you forgot Christmas, if you get someone a gift a day or two late, it's better to get someone a gift late than never. So trust me on that. And I know there's a lot of people that do not celebrate Christmas. Boxing Day is still a couple days away. I know that there's just a lot of other holidays that they are after December 25th, so you're still covered there as well. So always be on the lookout for that. And what we're currently on the lookout now for is Monday Night Football. Not necessarily the most rambunctious slate of games that we've got in terms of the Sports Monday. College basketball is off. We did have a nice slate of NBA action that did go down for Christmas Day. And really for a lot of people, Christmas Day is when the NBA does start. We're going to be getting some games on Tuesday as well. So here throughout the show, we're going to give you a little bit of a roundup of basketball. I'll give you guys a little bit of a college basketball futures, just sort of report what I all like in general in about 15 or so minutes lead off hour number two since, well, hard to give you guys a DK Nation pick when there's no college basketball games, by the way. Shout out to Errol Penn, who was the savior of our DK Nation pick on Christmas Day because I had taken DePaul plus 16. They were down 17 points because Creighton could not miss a three in the closing seconds. Gets a seal, gets a bucket, gets us within the week, gets us within the number. So, I mean, er, er, Mr. Penn 
he is our savior on this Christmas, and I do appreciate him, and I appreciate all that he was able to do for us. But now we're going to look to see who our savior is for our Monday bankroll, as it is currently the Colts who find themselves as 4.0 underdogs, and your total on this game, you're finding it right in that neighborhood of 45 and a half, or seeing a straight 46 out there, but this is fine, which I've got to be taking a look at the under, just because I don't know how many points we're going to be able to get out of the Colts. Now, this is the first start of the year for Nick Foles, and what I will say is that the last time Nick Foles started a game, he led his team to a 25-24 victory. That was a sad and pathetic game against the Seattle Seahawks, and at the time, he was playing for the Chicago Bears. That was one of those whose line is it anyway games where the uh, saying from whose line is it anyway is everything's made up and the points don't matter. Points certainly did matter on that game, but it felt like pretty much the rosters, if you look from last year to this year, it's like, those are made up rosters, aren't they? There's no way these guys were still in the league, but they were. So that's very interesting. And we've been getting a lot of just dud games. I wish I could call it anything else. I think that dud is the most family friendly way to be able to put it, but I mean, man, I, even the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Arizona Cardinals game that we got to wrap up Christmas, man, if you wanted to take a nap, I would not have blamed you one bit. But in terms of this game, I know that the Chargers have had such a tough time being able to cover on the road, and I am probably a schmuck for just taking a look at it and being like, well, the Chargers are the significantly better team, but I'm going to lay the four with the Chargers just because, I, once again, Nick Foles won his last game that he started but man, he just doesn't have a lot of playing experience. You're without Jonathan Taylor now, which means that Zach Moss is going to be getting the majority of the carries for the Colts. And the Colts are coming off of a game in which they blew a 33 to nothing lead. Yeah, there's not a lot going the Colts' way. Oh, and they're coached by a dude by the name of Jeff Saturday. So, yeah, he proved in his last Monday night performance that he is clearly Jeff Saturday and he is not Jeff Monday. And... For the Colts, it's just all about having weapons for our good friend, Mr. Foles, to be able to throw to. Michael Pittman Jr. has been able to do a great job all season long, even with this just rotating cast of quarterbacks, as he's been able to put up six-plus receptions in four out of his last five games. That's actually relatively impressive, but I just don't know what we're going to be able to get here for Nick Foles. I would think that they would probably not try to air it out with him too much, but I say that also knowing that you got in the backfield, Deion Jackson and Zach Moss. Zach Moss's rushing prop is currently at 59 and a half. I don't see any way that he gets this over. I liked him while he was at Utah a few seasons ago, but he just has never been able to develop in the NFL. If he had been even a, I would say, halfway decent running back with the Buffalo Bills, he'd still be in town there, but he was just not able to really get things together. He did have in the last game against the Minnesota Vikings, 24 carries for 81 yards, but he's averaging about three and a half yards per carry. Just has never really been able to find his footing in the NFL. I don't know how, I don't know why, but he's been, in my opinion, a little bit of a flopper Rooney. So I'd be taking a look at it under there. And I do think that Deion Jackson might be able to get a little bit of run in this game as well. He was the far more effective running back in that game against the Minnesota Vikings. He had 13 carries, 55 yards. I actually did like when I saw there for him, but I just take a look at this Colts team, and I think that you're going to see a, just a whole lot of unders with them. And for the Indianapolis Colts, this is a squad that is dealing with a lot of injuries when it comes to the defensive side of things as well. Having Shaq Leonard saw the full, that is bad for them. Kenny Moore, one of their main cornerbacks, 
He is not going to be good to go in this one. You still have Quiddy Payne. You've got DeForest Buckner along that front seven. So they are going to be able to bear down, get to the quarterback a little bit. But we saw that defense just completely crumble in the second half as well. So I've got my big trepidations there. In terms of some of the Justin Herbert player props, we were seeing his odds be able to throw more than one and a half touchdowns at minus 160. That's something in which I just don't want to risk the juice. Do I think that he's probably going to be more likely than not to throw for a touchdown in a half? Yes, I think that plus 120 just not enough for me to be able to take an under in this spot. But it's a case where just because the juice, it's a 40 cent straddle here. There's just really no value in my opinion either way. So I would say keep on taking a look down the list. And one thing that I do think could be a little bit intriguing is that Herbert gets a little bit loose with it. Over a half in interception, that is plus 110. That's something I'd be taking a look at a little bit more because I do think that this Colts front seven, even without having Kenny Moore in that defensive secondary, I do think that they're going to be able to drum up a little bit of pressure on him. That could cause him to throw a bad one or two, and that leads to an interception. For Herbert, he's already thrown for nine interceptions thus far this season, and he's coming off of a two-pick performance against the Tennessee Titans. Titans certainly far from the world's worst defense, but... And it's a little bit concerning. You do have a Chargers team that they're now back with many of their main wide receivers. Mike Williams has been out of the fold for so much of the year long. Keenan Allen, they certainly have been able to help out. And then just the guys in the backfield. I like the way that they're able to catch passes. Austin Eckler, one of the best pass catching running backs you're going to find in the league. And Joshua Kelly, he's able to take the load off a little bit as well. He's been finding himself a little bit more in the passing game as well. But I do think that Herbert has a good likelihood of throwing an interception. And for this, Colts team, you've got a high likelihood of things going terribly wrong for Nick Foles, in my opinion. His odds to be able to throw an interception is minus 130. I think that you've got good value there. I do think that both of these defenses are going to be able to drum up at least one turnover. In the case of Nick Foles, I would not be surprised if he throws multiple interceptions. I think that it's going to be a relatively long day for him. And I take a look at just rushing plus receiving yards. I do think that you've got a little bit of value here with Austin Eckler at 90 and a half because I do think that Eckler going to be able to get a lot of run in this game. I think that the Chargers are going to be looking to utilize him in a wide variety of ways. That is something that I do like on the board in terms of an over. Now, I do think that it's going to be a little bit more of an under game as I do think that many of the, shall we say, ancillary pieces for the Colts are going to be held down. I don't want to be taking a Michael Pittman under because I just laid it out. Even with this rotating cast of quarterbacks, even with all the dysfunction that we've seen with the Colts, We'll get six plus receptions in four of the last five weeks. He's got 85 receptions overall for the season. He's going to be the go-to guy for the Colts, and I do think that he's going to be able to have a solid performance. But Paris Campbell, his reception prop is at three and a half. A little bit of juice here. I'm seeing that right around about a minus 135. I'm willing to take that under. Gerald Everett, he's finding himself at a three and a half. I'd be willing to take that under as well. Really don't want to be fading Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen has just been able to do a really nice job in general. For the Chargers plus, you go under his player prop, that would be at plus 105. That indicates that more likely than not, they're thinking that he's going to have a pretty dynamic performance. And honestly, if you're taking a look at Zach Moss in terms of an over on anything, over one and a half receptions, just because I do think that Nick Foles going to need a safety blanket. I think that that would be the look there. If we have any other player props prior to the end of the show, we're going to be hitting those in our number three. But we've got it upon our pro tip here for our number one, vcin.com slash subscribe. For all of these, we saw it on Sunday. When you see a star quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, what have you, 
trailing late in a game and it seems like they're gonna have that opportunity to run a two-minute drive place a little bit of money on them live to be able to make that comeback because some of these guys like Rodgers and Brady have done it time and time again and time and time again we get interesting results in college basketball we're gonna take a look at the futures market next here on VEASAN the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.